This podcast is being brought to you by Matt Mail Advertising. Founded by a father and son team, Lindsey McAdory Jr. and Sr., Matt Mail has helped small businesses, political candidates, and nonprofits reach their target audience for over 10 years. Visit MattMailAdvertising.com to learn more. Mr. Lindsey McAdory Jr. is a native of Fairfield, Alabama. He graduated from the Fairfield High School, Alabama State University, and UAB. He serves as the CEO and Chief Strategist of CBG Strategies, a community engagement and communications strategy firm based in Birmingham, Alabama. He is also the co-founder and CEO of MacMail Advertising. For over 10 years, Lindsay has provided strategic campaign, communications, and political consulting to his clients throughout Alabama and the Southeast, resulting in over 40 successful political and issues-based campaigns. 40. Oh, oh over 40. You're getting them up there now, man. <laughs> What's your middle name? Noah. Lindsay Noah McAdory. Tell me a joke. Okay. If April showers bring Mayflowers, what do Mayflowers bring? Mayflowers. You know it? Why are you doing that? Because I had a really inappropriate response. <laughs> <laughs> we want the inappropriate response. Africans? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> no, because yesterday you said the Pakistani joke, right? <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Oh, no, you are not. Oh, no, you are not. <laughs> oh, no, you are not. All right. Um, April time, Mayflowers. What do the I don't know. Flowers bring pilgrims. I was close. Oh, <laughs> that was good. I like that one. I but like uh, also smallpox in about three hundred and fifty years for oppression. <laughs> so I was on the right track. <laughs> you were on the right track. Okay, my turn. Why does Humpty Dumpty like autumn? Why does Humpty Dumpty like autumn. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Tell me. He had a great fall. He had a great fall. (laughs) (laughs) Man, tell me your favorite story, memory, or something about us. Anything. Past, present, future. Hmm. Funny. Hmm. I give you this one. <clears throat> uh, I was working uh, Wardeen Alexander's uh, uh, not school board, but city council race, which right. ran in that special race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why, but people put a lot of pressure on me for that. And you, you were one of them. <laughs> and uh, I remember standing in the city hall; the results were coming in, and whatever number or percentage I had given you, I was like two points off. Uh-huh. And you're like Lindsay, you are effing genius, middle city. <laughs> you are effing genius. <laughs> And I'm like, am I a genius? 
this? Am I? Yeah. But it instilled confidence in me. Like, hey, maybe I got something here. Maybe I'm doing something right. Yeah. Uh, so I'll use that one. Man, well, you know, you my boy Wonder. Like, you are the man as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, brother. Seriously. You. Like, um, I just think the world of you. I want you to take a minute and tell us how we got here through your father. Absolutely. Uh, so my father, uh, Lindsey Noah McAdory Sr., uh, back in like 2007 or so, my <clears throat> father was a lifelong entrepreneur, and uh, he had a home improvement business doing roofs, windows, stuff like that. So the, the industry changed, and he had to find a new way to market. And I realized that my dad's true genius was in advertising and marketing. Uh, and he said, we're going to do direct mail. I had no idea what that was, but mm. I just followed his lead. And so we uh, started doing direct mail, got really expensive really fast, but it was effective. Uh, so one day he comes and said, Lindsay, we're going to bring uh, the direct mail operation in-house. So we, you know, went about the software, went about the, the machines and all that stuff. We started doing it for ourselves. And before long, he looked, he says, Lindsay, you should try to sell this to other people. And I went and tried to sell it unsuccessfully. Uh, just fell on my face, kept encouraging me. Mm-hmm. And then he said, hey, why don't you go talk to your Uncle Lawrence? He, you know, he's a state rep. Go figure out what they do with mail. So I did. And uh, I started selling direct mail to people running for office. My entire purpose of selling direct mail at that time was to simply get enough money to buy watches and go on a couple of vacations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> I didn't want to be a political – I mean, I love politics. wasn't trying to be yeah. a political strategist per se. It it just all kind of happened. And I realized one day I was doing some uh, – writing a direct mail piece with somebody. They said, hey, man, well, write me a radio ad. And I said, oh, I don't write radio ads. Mm. They said, yes, you do. No, you know what? I do write radio ads. <laughs> you know what? I do. <laughs> and uh, over the past – 12 years, I skipped apart. So one day, one evening, matter of fact, I'm in front of then, uh, I guess it was still back then, 1st and 23rd. Yeah. Standing on the sidewalk. Uh, and one of my frat brothers said, hey, you see that guy walking down the sidewalk? He just lost a school board race. You need to holler at him. So this guy gets closer and closer. <laughs> I said, hey, man, what's up? My name is Lindsay. I do direct mail. He said, hey, cool. I'm Randall. When I run again for school board, I'm going to use you. Like two years later, we stayed in contact, became friends. Two years later, he said, hey, man, I'm finna run again for the school board. And I worked the campaign, did the direct mail, did a little branding, did a little this, and we won. My political career started on 1st and 23rd, downtown Birmingham. That's how I got in. Oh, and then Randall went and got me a beer. He went and got me a Bud Light from his apartment and brought it back. I and we drank it on the sidewalk. Like, straight up. That's how my political career started. I'm tripping. Still, we brought y'all together. Yes. School days. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Absolutely. I that think I was living crazy. in the building at the time or something like that, and he was living downtown. So I thought y'all already knew each other. We did not. I met Randall outside. outside wow. Yep. I know this podcast is about you, but I got to hear about one more person. Absolutely. Y'all ready to hear one? Yeah. Y'all ready? Let's hear the love story. We love love stories. And Lindsay is a is a newlywed. I am. So yeah, man. Tell us, tell us how sure. y'all met, how it came about. I'm, I'm gonna take know? it all the way back. Yeah. 
so uh, Latoya McAdory and I met uh, at Fairfield High School. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know each other, though. Okay. Uh, she was okay. two grades behind me. Fairfield small enough. I mean, you know everybody. Right. But we weren't friends. We really didn't engage. Yeah. We just knew each other. She uh-huh. was cute. Cheerleader. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, fast forward a bunch of years later. Uh, I'm on Facebook. And them, you know, you get caught up in the stories, baby. And uh, <laughs> sent a couple of hearts on some pictures, you know. Yeah. And and, and then she sent some weekend face. Uh, we were out. We were on a date maybe a couple of weeks later. And then she curved me for like. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, she curved me. I'm publicly. Uh, Toya. Big, big curve. Big Not time. the big curve. I'm talking about. <clears throat> I'm like, damn, what, what What did I do? I thought it was a nice brunch. Yeah. You know, I didn't cap how many mimosas anybody ordered. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Uh, put but, it out there. Put it out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would joke, but like maybe, you know, a couple of weeks later or so, we went on that, uh, on another date, and we've been uh, inseparable ever since. Yeah. Uh, so now we're, we're married. Uh, so here's the cool, I told God, if if I ever get married, or if I if I were to get remarried, yeah, you gonna have to send me some serious signs. I straight up, oh, I, right? yeah. I was so the signs were okay. Both from Fairfield, yeah. I I had a little boy. Our little boys are nine months apart. Wow. Right? Uh, and then we both had had daughters. Our daughters are five months apart. With it. So for three or four months out of the year, the kids are all the same age. So some Brady Bunch shit. Yeah. Right? Oh, we, <laughs> oh, we, now we don't have a maid. <laughs> right. But outside of that, yeah, we are 2022 Black Brady Bunch. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, four babies, uh, uh, McKinnon, Hampton, Arden, and Jordan in yeah, reverse order. Yeah. Man, let me tell you, um, not only, you know, does Lindsay always have the pretty pictures, you know, him, and they take little trips, <laughs> and, you know, it's all romantic and all that kind of stuff. But, man, I went over there the other day. By the way, Mac Mill Advertising, CBG Strategies, new sponsor. Went over there to pick up our uh, step and repeat and all that kind of stuff. And they were sitting in there having lunch. (laughs) It was so cute. (laughs) I'm serious, man. She's a special person. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we are at points in our lives where, you know, um, we want them to be full and complete. And I see... um, how things have all just come together for you, man. Not just you, professionally, man. but per- personally. And man, you, dude, you got, you got to, to. You've always been clean now, but I'm watching you. I'm watching you. You know what I'm saying? You wake up wanting to look good for the wife, or something here going on, or is she dressing you? Hey, so, so <laughs> yes, uh, but when Sonya Faye. At Sonya Faye Clothier and Taylor. Shout out. 1709 3rd Avenue North. Yeah. When she's your mother in law, it's kind of hard not to. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Right. right, right. I get it. Now, I know you are loving what you're doing, but if you weren't doing this, 
What did you want to be when you grow up? Or, or what else would you have seen yourself doing? What would we have, what, what, what's the opportunity cost here? What do we what did we lose by by gaining the great political consultant? That's a really good question. So when I was four, I, I told my mom I wanted to be a businessman like my dad. Yeah. I've never ever wanted to do anything other than run a company. <clears throat> to be explicitly honest, I didn't care what company it was. Politics just kinda came along and right. got a natural knack for it. Right. So if I wasn't doing this, I would just be in some other business. If it's selling bottles of water, if it's yeah. making chairs, I, I never cared a lot about what the business was. I just really like business. You're a born entrepreneur. I love it. Tell people how they can find you on social media. Uh, on Instagram, my I am uh, L Matt CEO, uh, L M A C C E O. And then also on Instagram and Facebook, CBG Strategies. Outstanding. When we get back, I want you to tell us your favorite charity. And then we're going to play some this or that. And then I want you to tell me what's going on with these campaigns. All righty. All right. CBG Strategies, the Southeastern United States preeminent strategy and community engagement firm. We help government entities educational institutions, and nonprofits dissolve the space between them and those they serve. Our data-driven, people-first approach helps your organization obtain and maintain the pulse of the community. California State Dominguez Hills, the City of Birmingham, and the United States Football League all trust CBG with their community engagement efforts. CBG Strategies at the intersection of community, business, and government. Find us at www. Dot ourcbg.com. I cannot believe that I did not shout out McKinnon and your mother. Freaking front. <laughs> Got to get that out of the way. I apologize, ladies. I love you both. What's your favorite charity, ma'am? Uh, my favorite charity is Birmingham Promise. Yeah. Now, if you don't answer one of these questions, then they're not, not going to trip you up. You got to make a donation to Birmingham Promise. Now, Regents Park or Rick Whitfield? Mm. I'm going to go with Rick Whitfield for the history. All right. Railroad Park or Botanical Gardens? Railroad Park. Legacy Arena or Protective Stadium? Protective. Go Stallions. Legion Field or Crossplex? Ooh. Uh, Legion Field. Go Hornets. <laughs> and the food. That's Absolutely. what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the tailgating experience is uh, unmatched. McWayne Science Center. Or Birmingham Zoo? I'm at Wayne Science Center. Vulcan Park or Sloss Furnace? I go with Vulcan. Okay. Lyric Theater or Alabama Theater? Lyric. Negro League Museum or Civil Rights Institute? Uh, Civil Rights Institute. Shout out to uh, the newly installed uh, CEO. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who has told me she will be visiting the 
podcast. We're just trying to get her scheduled. Squadron or Barons? Barons. Stallions or Legion? Stallions. Alabama or Auburn? Uh, Auburn. Honestly, Alabama State University. Would you chill out? I'm sorry. I am sorry. And for since you said Auburn, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> Stay the a and nigga. Man. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to. I'm going to ask, lucky for you, Alabama State University or Alabama A&M Bulldogs? <laughs> Look at Jarita. <laughs> I'm going to turn my body a little bit. But you got on. You got on. A and M colors. I do today. <laughs> I do. I do. That's for you. But for the three. answer is, ladies and gentlemen, the most magnificent university on the face of the earth, Alabama State University. What is your favorite memory, college memory, or think? What what's the what comes to mind when I say that? Is it pledging? Is it you know freshman year? What? Tell me what. It's the it's the bros, man. It's uh, it's it's uh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. All right, Beta all right. Chapter. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I sound like Al Bundy when I start talking about the bros. Yeah, like, <laughs> we we won statewide three years in a row. Okay, okay. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we we won over twenty step shows. You want to see it? <laughs> Here yeah, I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nah, but nah, Alabama State definitely shaped and molded me into who I am. Yeah. And they gave me a free education. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let's get to it. Lindsay and I have gone through the fire together. And right now, he is quarterbacking two specific uh, races. And I want you to tell us about it. Tell us about those people. Tell us your thoughts. Let's Let's go back and forth. Sure. Sure, let's do it. Now, um, let's start with Marika Coleman. Marika Coleman. <clears throat> um, so, uh, first off, shout out to Marika Coleman and the 20 years of excellence that she's had as a state representative. Absolutely. Uh, in State House uh, District 57. Uh, she's really tough to beat and outwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you got Marika. And then, to add insult to injury, she went and got. Uh, campaign manager D Reed, mm-hmm. and I have not. Met She's a coming on the podcast. Is she coming? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and man. another. I'm a big fan of hers as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah likewise, yeah. likewise. It, at some point, maybe working for D Reed, man. Absolutely. Uh, but D <clears throat> has just done an amazing job leading uh, the team. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to say that Marika is unbeatable, but I will say that they look, we are looking like the Golden State Warriors right now. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, the work and effort that, uh, uh, representative soon to be Senator Coleman has put in is unparalleled. Uh, I don't think that at this point, um, if I had to place a bet, mm-hmm. I would definitely put my money. Uh, Marika Coleman to win that race. Well, I'm a t- let me let me tell you my little Marika story, and I have many. But uh, I'm a I'm a start out by saying I'll take a bullet for her. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've been through ups and downs, and when people treated me when I like I was radioactive, hmm. she called me. She checked on me. She came to see me. She would be seen with me. 
her love and compassion for me personally makes me, it makes me tear up. Hmm. And, you know, she and um, Nikita Blockton Mm -hmm. and I have a bond, and those are my sisters. And, you know, through thick and thin, they've been with me and I've been with them. Absolutely, man. And so when I found out that, you know, uh, you were working with her, some things, man, it's just we ain't never been at each other. And that's how I always know or how I believe that things are ordained Mm. somewhat because, you know, how they line up. Right. And um, you working with her, D working with her, everybody just on board. Dude, she's unbeatable. (laughs) I'm sorry. As close to unbeatable as you can be. No runoff. It's over, done. Yeah. She's taking that. She's taking that. percent plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're also working with somebody that let me th- think about how these are gonna run. Someone that just came on the middle of last week, Teresia Huffman. And you were saying that you were listening to the podcast and learning stuff about her that you didn't even know about. I did. <laughs> I did. And I've already fussed at her about it. I'm like, why are you talking about the ain't trick thing? That was yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But no, Teresia Huffman is a very special candidate. She is. Uh, <clears throat> I have a work ethic. I believe I have a work ethic that's really hard to match. You do. She giving me a run for my money. Wow. Like straight up, bro. I wow. mean, she's uh, she's very focused. She understands what's important in campaigns. And more than anything, she has a story. She has a passion. She has a vision. And the way that she articulates that passion, that story, and that vision is very relatable. You know, Bessemer is very, very territorial. If you know anything about the makeup of that mm-hmm. district, district, uh, State House District 56, which uh, is very near and dear to my heart because my uncle once held, held that seat. Right. Uh, that's a, it's a Bessemer-heavy district, and Bessemer people typically like other Bessemer people, right. as they should. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what I think Teresia has been able to do in terms of ingratiating herself into that community, but still being able to be loved by the Ross Bridge uh, precinct and Mm -hmm. then over in Oxmoor Valley and uh, the rest of the uh, District 7, the Birmingham uh, City Council District, District 7, when you got everybody rallying around this one person who's a brand new face to politics, you know, that means and says a lot. There's not another team in that race that's knocked over 12,500 doors, bro. There's not another 12, team. 12,500 doors physically physically not. And I, I see the numbers behind the scene. Wow. I'm telling you that. I hope I, I guess I can say that. It's kind of too late now. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, her and the team have made well over 20,000 phone calls throughout that district. Yeah. You know, like I can go to war with a person like that. Let me tell you something about District 7. District 7, of course, played heavily when I ran for Jefferson County Commission. And, as it, you know, District 7, understandably and, you know, rightfully went to 
uh, Sandra Little Brown, but I got a lot of votes over there because they are open minded. They will listen and they like young people. Hmm. <clears throat> they do. I mean, they genuinely want to give people a shot. Absolutely. And so I just, you know, um, I had that has nothing to do with nothing, but I just had to just show a little love for District Seven nah, because they showed some love for me. And I love how diverse District Seven is since we going down this uh, nerd Birmingham rabbit hole. Yeah, this is a really cool district because you got uh, like Powderly, mm-hmm. you got Jefferson Avenue section, mm-hmm. then you come on over, and you got like the uh, Osmore Valley region. Correct, right? And so all them people got to align and vote for one person. You you usually get a pretty good product out of District Seven. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Now. um, Handicapped that race, so that's a that's going to be a really interesting race. I do believe that Teresha Huffman has the momentum to mm-hmm. win without a runoff, depending on turnout. Right, that's always the S factor that you sure. can't control. But without a doubt, and I I put the I put my brand new shoes on the fact that she'll uh, win without a runoff, <clears throat> or very worst case scenario of turnout isn't where we expect. Uh, she'll she'll be. 43 to 47% of the yeah, vote yeah. going into a runoff. but It'd my, have to be a monsoon outside it, or yeah. a serious so, COVID outbreak or something go. crazy. Yeah. Um, but she is in pole position. She's the strongest candidate in the race, in my opinion. And then it's one thing to be a good candidate. I heard. What you hear? I heard Mayor Gully is loving on her. Yes, no. Oh, I'll let that go. <laughs> no com- no official comment on that, but I will say this. Uh, I, Teresha has not had a meeting with a mayor, a superintendent, a neighborhood leader, a local um- entrepreneur, where when she left out that meeting, that person did not rock with her. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to the podcast, right? Yeah. And you listen to that podcast, if you didn't know her, you want to know more about her. If you did know her, now you like her more. She has one of those magnetic personalities, much like Marika Coleman. Right. Marika Coleman walked in the room. I Let me just say this. Two people I don't want to follow speaking, D. Reed and Marika Coleman, bro. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm like, y'all Absolutely not. I'm straight. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. I am good. Yeah. Uh, but when you have those types of candidates where they where people naturally gravitate to them. Yeah. And black girl magic is still at an all-time Black time girl high, magic. You know, black girl magic. Yeah. Those elements become very hard to beat. And they work, right? They actually For get real. out the doors and yeah. get things done. Outstanding. Now, before I let you get out of here, you know my my the the candidate the 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 conversation I love to have, Katie Britt. Katie Britt. Katie Britt, man, tell me your thoughts on that race. Tell what 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 does the sage say? Uh, it's one hundred percent going to be a runoff. Uh, the ranch uh, numbers yeah, are, are yeah, dropping yeah. in the polls, so Katie Britt does have an opportunity to come in first place and kind of get all that that pat money, that lobbyist money, all all the uh, resources she'll need to run that six re- six, six week sprint mm-hmm. uh, to the finish line. If you want a senator uh, that is as open minded as a Republican. Uh, Alabama senators can be Katie Britt, in my opinion, is your person. Yeah. Uh, and I must just say this. If you're a Democrat who, for some reason, doesn't vote Tuesday, you should definitely go vote Tuesday, May 24th. But if you, I don't know, get a flat tire and you don't vote on May 24th, 
uh, you are eligible to vote in the Republican runoff. And that's all I'm going to say about that. What? As long as you don't vote in the Democratic primary on May 24th, you can vote in either the Democratic or the Republican primary runoff, which would be, I think, July 5th, maybe? Whatever six weeks is from May 24th. So if you forget to vote May 24th, okay, you can go vote in the Republican primary runoff, and you can vote for whoever you want to. <coughs> Kate Britt. On May 25th, if you have no runoffs, what's next? <clears throat> well, I get back to uh, what I refer to as my full-time job, which is CBG Strategies. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be focusing on right now we're working with uh, California State uh, Dominguez Hills on the rebrand project. Uh, we have a really cool project down in Chambers County, Alabama, where they're uh, unifying their school district. Uh, so we're doing a lot of community engagement work there. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be focusing on all our clients that uh, depend on us to connect with uh, their community. Yeah. Um, what are some of the, be it CBG strategies or Mac mail, what can you be doing for people that they're not taking advantage of? If that makes sense. What I'm saying here is like a lot of people don't even know they need me. They don't know what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I can come into an organization and, and, and bring, um, um, perspectives that they didn't even know they Absolutely. lacked. Okay, campaigns. You know, people who want to go run for office, they don't. They don't know what it entails. You know what I'm saying? So, if people are interested in going into politics, if people, you know, have uh, products that they want to get out there. What do take them to the next level? So <clears throat> we're a data-driven firm. It all starts with ones and zeros for us. I actually have a software background. I was a, a coder for a number of years, and I managed uh, software projects in corporate America. So for me, it's all about the numbers. So what do the numbers tell you? If your organization or if you're running for office, if you don't start with some form of data, you pretty much setting yourself up for failure. You're guessing straight mm -hmm. up. Uh, every Let me ask you this. I'm sorry. And keep your thoughts. Sure. Tell me how much it costs to run for dog catcher, city council, mayor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people run, run for these offices yeah, and no we idea. we ask them questions and they have zero budget. It ain't shit to talk about. No, nah, we ain't got nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can, you can present whatever story you want to provide. So go ahead, man. This is business for us. You know what I'm saying? A absolutely. Uh, it's a passion-driven business, but it's still business. Yeah. Uh, so uh, to answer your question in terms of cost, all right, so city council raised you, a school board. I started. School board. School board, 15000 to 20000 Low end. I mean, you can get away fifteen to twenty if you have a good volunteer base. City council, I'll probably say somewhere close to like thirty to thirty-five. County commission, you looking more like eighty-five to a hundred. Same for state rep, state senate is probably going to be like one hundred thirty thousand ish, roughly. And in campaigns, you need time, people, and money. That's right. And if you're lacking one of those three, one of the other three must compensate. That's right. But if you don't have time, people, and money, you need to wait. 
straight right. up. But right. start with the data. See how people feel in the community. Understand what they want and need. And then decide if that's something you actually can feel if you're serious, right? Right. Because there's a lot of people who run great campaigns get in to be horrible public servants. Mm-hmm. And I've met some really good people who just run trash campaigns. Yeah. But they would have made a great mayor or city council right. or what have you. And it's a tragedy. Right. That's but right. Time, people, money. You need a really good balance of the three. Okay. And Mac Mail, as far as the business the, the business on the corner, right? Tell me how you can, you know, I got a little grocery store. I got a little shop over here in Titsville, 35211. Tell me what that looks like data-wise. What would you gather for me, and how could you get me directly to consumers? Sure. So <clears throat> uh, so I talk to small business owners, and I say, and they say, hey, man, I really want to do some digital targeting, or I really want to do some mailers or something like that. I say, great. Who's your customer base? Mm-hmm. Right, like who is shopping here? What's the average spend? Like the more data you have up front, the better decisions we can make with your advertising budgets. Mm-hmm. Now I can just take your money and shoot out mailers across town and just hope they all land right. Mm-hmm. But if you know that uh, your customer base customer base is primarily women, they primarily live in this zip code. They prim- then I can go find out. Okay, well they making about this much money a year, give or take. Uh, the average household has two to three kids. You know, the more data and information I have up front, the more I'm able to help your business, right? Right. Because if I know that your grocery store attracts uh, families, the all the imagery is going to be family based, right? We go mm-hmm. market cereal, mm-hmm. stuff that kids like, and things of that nature. We're mm-hmm. not going to really. Uh, you know, be marketing fiber and you know, yeah, stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's all about the data. It's all about the numbers. Like, it's it's smart as like all of these people may think certain folks are. It's really just about reading the, the tea leaves and yeah. then responding appropriately. How can people reach you? Uh, I can be reached at uh, team t e a m at our o u r c b g dot com. All right, phone number. You know, honestly, we got it. At, I don't know an album. <laughs> That's my personal sale right there. <laughs> so we going to hold off on that. Email. Uh, yeah, email is uh, team at ourcbg.com. Oh, you you're not going to give out your personal email neither? Okay. It's Thank Lindsay, you. L-I-N-D-S-E-Y dot Macadory, M-C-A-D-O-R-Y at our O-U-R-C-B-G dot com. I meant the Mac mail one, man. Oh, my bad. I got my email, man. <laughs> he keeps stay, he's staying on the ICBG. I'm like, no, nah, the Mac, Mac mail. Mac mail email is Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y at Mac mail advertising, M-A-C-M-A-I-L advertising. And I've never said this before, but Mac stands for Macadori because me and my daddy found it together. I knew that. Yeah. Um, I want you to do me a favor. Okay. I want you to tell, tell our audience, right, why they need to vote for Marika Coleman. You should vote for Marika Coleman because Marika Coleman is a fighter. Marika Coleman produces results. Uh, I can't tell you the hundreds of thousands of dollars that have gone directly to schools, individual schools, including my alma mater, Fairfield High School. 
Marika Coma understands and has the pulse of the community. And she doesn't sit down in Montgomery and not voice her opinion. They are afraid of her down there, Absolutely. straight up. If you ever go down to the state house, Marika Coleman walk in, people get nervous, and they should. She's a bad, bad woman. I respect her immensely, and I hope and pray that everybody in Senate District 19 gets out on May 24th, which is this Tuesday, and cash your ballot for her to continue moving that area forward. Tell my people, our people, why they need to vote for Teresia Huffman. I'm going to go straight personal on this. Under absolutely no circumstances would I advocate or work for a person for this particular seat that I did not 100% believe in. Like, this seat is personal to me and my family. But that's not why you should vote for Teresia. Teresia is the only person, the absolute only person in the race, who has uh, built and ran water infrastructure projects. She's the only person who's worked on transportation projects. She's the only one who's ran projects to remove blight and fix roads and things of that nature. Nobody else can say that. Teresia, every single day, works to improve the lives of children in this city through Birmingham Promise. She doesn't just speak it. She really is that. She's that genuine candidate, right? And in my line of work, it's difficult to find someone that not only has a vision and has the life experience, but also is ready to put in the work to get the things done that we all know need to be done. So I I support her personally as well as professionally, and I hope that everyone does too. And she advocates for black well, excuse me, minority, black included, and women-owned businesses uh, on the Waterworks board. She she is relentless in, relentless in her pursuit to make sure that everybody gets an equal opportunity. Now, what you do with the opportunity is up to you. But she she's relentless and very intentional in what she does uh, with putting black businesses on, and I appreciate that. I appreciate anybody who does that. Don't forget to vote May 24th. Like you said, this one is personal for me. I want to thank you, Boy Wonder. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for the opportunities that you give me. And I want to thank you for your friendship and for your love. Hey Amen. <clears throat> uh, first off, you're welcome. And thank you for literally all of those same things. Greatly appreciate it. We want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to my friends at Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Hi, my name is Teresia Huffman, and I'm your candidate for the Alabama State House District 56. On May 24th, I am asking you to vote for me, the candidate who will fight to make sure this district gets the resources it deserves. My campaign is prioritizing mental health, equitable education, and inclusive economic development. So on May 24th, vote for Teresia Huffman, and we can bridge the gaps for our district together. Paid for by the Committee to Elect Teresia Huffman.